It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big day across Scottish football. Celtic are looking to keep their winning run going when they host St Johnston. Hearts can go top with a win against Dundee. Well, United will be hoping to keep the pressure on when they welcome Motherwell. And if there is a change at the summit, Rangers can reclaim top spot when they travel to St Mirren tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this afternoon, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. Celtic go double digit today in terms of the number of lead games played. But the objective is to come within a single point of Rangers When they play St Johnston That would be a tribute to the job that Ange Postacoglu Has done in a short space of time at Celtic Park However, it is undoubtedly crisis time For another first season manager in the Premiership Stephen Glass has failed to win any of Aberdeen's last 10 games He's got Hibs at Pataudry today A draw or a defeat And he equals the Dons' worst ever Negative run Talk your way out of that one Yeah what a big fixture today And I'm looking forward to it Hearts have the opportunity To stay unbeaten And go top of the league At home to Dundee And you probably fancy them Celtic A chance to continue Their good form At home to St Johnson And probably interesting Team news to come there Hugh's right The big one Aberdeen against Hibs Stephen Glass Under an awful lot of pressure and he could wish for an easier game than the Hibs at home So an interesting afternoon I think there's a lot of teams under a bit of pressure Aberdeen as you rightly say there uh, Mark, But Ross County looking for their first victory today They'll fancy their chances against Livingston But they go up there with a lot of confidence We're looking at Aberdeen Hibs We're looking at Celtics and Johnson And I think we've got a cracker at Tannadice Dundee United sitting proudly in third against Motherwell Well, we're going to hear from Alex Ray there Can't hear him I don't know some sort of This is the best he's ever sounded We'll hear, we'll hear from him in just a second I'm sure of that No doubt about it uh, Let's Whilst we fire up Alex Ray Whilst we stick 10 pence in the back of him Let's go to Celtic Park And get team news ahead of Celtic St Johnston With Andrew McLean yeah, as you say, Celtic looking to make it four wins on the bounce here today as things look to have clicked more into place over this recent spell for Ange Postacoglu's side. Two good away victories in the league followed up by that 2-0 win over Ferenc Varos on Tuesday that in all honesty could have been about four or five if they had their shooting boots on. They'll be confident as well that they can create plenty of chances here today. Josip Juranovic returns from injury as well. That'll be a boost and it's a first start for Jorgis Yakimakis as well after three substitute appearances for him. As for St. Johnson, well they've had many high points under Callum Davidson so far but last weekend was definitely a low one extremely poor in that showing against Livingston 3-0 loss they'll need to be careful they don't start getting cut adrift of the seven teams above them who are all in a very tight group as the team news as I hinted earlier on out go Adam Montgomery and Leal Abada in come Josip Juranovic and Jorgos Yakimakis the interesting part of that it looks as if Kyogo Furuhashi will probably play out wide for Celtic today so it'll be Joe Hart in goal for them the back four, Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Josip Juranovic. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic and David Turnbull with Kyogo Furuhashi and Yota either side of Jorgos Yakimakis. The substitutes for Celtic today, Bain, Welsh, Beaton, Montgomery, Johnson, Abada and Ayeti. Still no St Johnston team for us so far, but I'll get you that shortly. OK, let's try and hear from Alex Ray. Second time. Lucky if that's such a thing, Alex. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't you have, you have absolutely killed me You've put me in this little cupboard In the back of the studio <laughs> Oh, because 
I could only see I could only see uh, Dazzler at the back as well Absolutely ridiculous But listen Some great games I think the one up at uh, I think the one up at Aberdeen For me is uh, Most certainly going to be uh, The game of the day Gordon uh, Tam Court's got a chance to Get second spot Celtic continue to Impress of home form But the game of the day In the championship For me is Rafe uh, Versus Inverness First v second Yep Lots to look forward to On a Saturday afternoon Mark Wilson What did you make of that Celtic team news? Yeah interesting In the respect uh Yakimakis is in and I think the Celtic fans will be looking forward to seeing him but as long as it doesn't take anything away from the main man Kyogo's performances I think everyone will agree that Kyogo is most effective through the middle we found that out at Ibrox when Ange Postacoglu admitted after the game that he maybe lost a bit from his performance by playing him out wide after that he's continued to play through the middle and score goals and it looks this afternoon that he's shifting out to a wider area to let Giacomacchus and if Giacomacchus scores a couple of goals in the first half no one will care but at least Ange Postacoglu knows if it doesn't go right he's got the option of changing it pretty quickly and I think that's where Celtic can see the positives in things now you look at their bench it's a lot stronger there's a lot more game changers on that bench if it's not gone right he has options to change it uh, and as I said the Celtic fans will go along looking for a similar performance to that they seen on Tuesday night that, That'll be interesting this afternoon Mark Because you rightly say You, you touched on the, the Rangers game When he moved uh, Furuhashi to the wide area I went along to Celtic Park Really looking The first time I, uh, you know to see him live And he was playing wide in the left And was not effective at all So that's two games That he's played out of position What I call out of position But You've got to get the main man in, the striker in. Jack and Marcus has got to get an opportunity. I think he fancies it at home today, especially the way they're playing. Um, I'm not surprised Abad has left out the side. Um, so it's a very powerful Celtic side and they'll be looking to continue that run and uh, I expect them to get three points. I saw Celtic on Tuesday uh, against Ferenc Varos uh, and everyone knows about the magnificent goal created by Yota, scored by Furuhashi. Uh, he then... Having lit up Celtic Park, had to go out wide to accommodate Giacomacchus. Uh, and Furuhashi, for the remainder of the game, did not look like the player who had been on the park on his own, minus Giacomacchus. So Celtic have to discover today if the two can be accommodated. I, I, I know that uh, Giacomacchus has come in with a big reputation after a, a, a season in Holland in which he was the top goal scorer in the league. Uh, but you cannot have Furuhashi's. The potency diminished by going out wide So maybe it'll work like a dream uh, And Ange Postacoglu will be proved correct I think he is correct to leave Abada out He's still very, very young He is adapting to a new country He did hit the ground running He's now hit a lull I think it's right to give him a rest Yeah, some interesting team news then From the Celtic perspective Yakimakis starts for Hashi Perhaps accommodated out wide Juranovic Back into the team Let's go back there And get the St Johnston team With Andrew Yeah the big news Coming out of St Johnston Is that Liam Gordon Is back in the starting lineup. That'll be a huge boost For Callum Davidson Today So Xander Clark Who starts in goal The back three F.A. Ambrose Liam Gordon And Jamie McCart It'll be James Brown And Callum Booth The wing backs Cameron McPherson Craig Bryson And David Wotherspoon The three man midfield With Glenn Middleton Supporting Chris Kane Up top The substitutes for them today Parish Devine uh, Muller, Craig, Crawford, May and Vertainen I said this on last night's show Mark Wilson You feel like St Johnson have earned the right Not to be written off Why would you write St Johnson off After last season And what they can produce That said It's obviously been a bit more of an up and down campaign so far 
And I don't think anyone expected them to lose so heavily against Livingston at home last week. No, I don't think so. But I, I think you're seeing a totally different uh, or a much different St Johnson side from last year. You know, no one expecting much of them. They found a way of playing under Callum Davidson that was effective, maybe not pretty, but got the job done, got the rewards at the end of the season, and they deserved it. But it's been slightly different. Uh, I think teams are finding a different way of coming up against them. That's what happens when you're a successful team one season. The others don't underestimate you as much They find different ways of playing against you Sometimes they sit in and hit you in the counter-attack And that's what happened last week um, And to follow that up with a trip to Celtic Park Against this front line Is going to be a tall order for Callum Davidson What been. was said about the, the run coming up here That Celtic oh. had to go to Pataudry And had to go to Fir Park And had to play Ferenc Varos Now that they've answered those three questions do you detect they'll go into this one in a, a much better place than they perhaps would have a few weeks ago? I detected a highly optimistic atmosphere among the Celtic fans on Tuesday afternoon for the Ferenc Varos game. Unfortunately for Ange Postacoglu, every game has to be a test of him until he can put serious pressure on Rangers. Now, if Celtic win today, they go to within one point of Rangers... Uh, there was a time when they played Aberdeen a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the possibility of Celtic falling into the bottom six. So it's a big afternoon for Ange Postacoglu. The, the, the sense of optimism can be heightened if Celtic win at home against St Johnson. You're quite right to say that St Johnson deserve respect. However, Celtic, in the mood they're in right hmm. now, have to think that they can win that game. OK, let's hear from the manager then. They had a fantastic year last year and I kind of... Yeah, I followed them through their early sort of European efforts where I still thought they were impressive. Um, you know, um, they're a difficult team to play against. They make it very hard for, for any opposition they play. Um, so big good team for us. Um, we've sort of started with um, you know, the last three games uh, and sort of the last two games after the international break um, with two you know, difficult games playing away from home and, and, and obviously a European game. Um, so, you know, it's another challenge for us. Being at home at Celtic Park, our form's been really good this year. Uh, performances have been really good. Uh, let's go back around the rest of the grounds. A few contenders for game of the day this afternoon, you have to say. We'll give Roger Hanna a shout. It's the f- he's had to travel the furthest. Is that fair? Where he's is been he? on the road. He's been on the road all Dingle. long. No, Pataudry, not quite as far. Uh, he's up at Pataudry for the visit of Hibs, Roger Hanna. Uh, and a big game, maybe not quite for the high flying reasons that the Aberdeen fans would have hoped. Oh, we can't hear from Roger Hanna either. Mm. Let's try Tynecastle Harps against Dundee with David Friel. Yeah, huge game here, Gordon. I noticed the Hearts players helped launch the third season of American TV series Succession this week. I'm not sure if that's one of the Dazzlers' favourites, but they're at the centre of a few major storylines today at Tynecastle. Put simply, Hearts will go top of the Premiership, as you said, if they beat Dundee today, which would be massive in itself. They're currently a point behind Rangers, could be too clear by 5pm tonight. And if they did need any more motivation, then this is always a bit of a good match against Dundee these days. Nobody at Tynecastle, even though James McPeak says it's not an, an issue, Nobody at Tynecastle has forgotten the Dundee missing email controversy that ultimately led to Hearts' relegation in 2020. Still a lot of bad blood there. The two sides did meet the Championship last season, but crucially those games were played, played behind closed doors, so you'd expect the Hearts fans to make their feelings clear to the Dundee players, and they also have Lee Griffiths to welcome. Now, former Hibs striker, former Celtic striker, he's a good record at Tynecastle, but he always gets belters here, and you would expect today will be no different. Robbie Nielsen, he's, he will watch again from the stand. He's starting a three-match ban after his red card against Rangers last week. And he has stuck with the same team that drew 1-1 in that game 
unexpectedly. Sorry, expectedly. So the team will probably be a 3-4-2-1 formation. Craig Gordon in goals, John Suter, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back with Michael Smith, Benny Beringamy, Cammy Devlin and Alex Cochran across midfield. Barry Mackay and Ben Woodburn will be behind Liam Boyce up front and the subs for hearts are Stuart Herring, GMS Moore, Andy Halliday, Nangeli and Josh Janelli. For Dundee, they come into the game off the back of their first Premiership win of the season against Crisis at Aberdeen last weekend. It was a great win for James McPake and his players. And again, he's only made one change. Sean Byrne took a really, really sore one. I think they're still waiting to find out the extent of his knee injury, but Max Anderson comes in for Dundee. So Dundee will be 4-3-3. Adam Legends in goals. A back four of Cammy Kerr, Lee Ashcroft, Ryan Sweeney and Jordan Marshall. Jordan McGee, Charlie Adam and Max Anderson across the middle with Luke McCown and Paul McMullen up supporting Lee Griffiths. It's also Dundee, a Lawler, Fontaine, Mullen, McGowan, Elliot, Sheridan and Cummings. And the referee at Tencastle date is... Gavin Duncan Absolute cracker there Hearts looking to go top What will Dundee do After their first victory Last week Let's try Tannadice Dundee United Against Motherwell High flying Dundee United That should be Fraser Wishart It is And I think this could be A, a good argument For game of the day Firstly the kick off Has been delayed Gordon until 3.15 There was actually a crash I get caught up In the, the traffic there But the Motherwell bus Was behind me So hasn't even made it yet I don't think To the ground So they're delayed Until 3.15 kick off But as Gordon Dale said A cracking game in prospect here two teams not really fancy by many at the start of the season but both had excellent starts to their campaigns and both have taken points off the old firm United of course have beaten Rangers here and are sitting just three points behind Rangers in third place and we go level in points to the Ibrox side with a win today and Motherwell only another three points further back so with both in good form and both in decent spirits I think it will be a good game here today Motherwell come in decent spirits because they lost to Celtic but it was a good performance by the team they just have that lack of cutting edge in front of goal but United have quietly crept up the table and if you add the loss of Lauren Shanklin transferred to Belgium and his replacement Mark McNulty out until 2022 with a serious hamstring injury it makes a good start even more impressive for Tam Courts the new manager has brought in his own style excellent 3-0 win at Easter Road last week they look solid at the back lots of Fuchs and Harks flourishing in midfield and he's given young players a chance likes of Glass and Freeman have been playing recently and Nicky Clark has stepped in up front so everything looking good at Tannadice but Mother will need to find that cutting edge lack of goals Recently, Kevin Van Veen returns to starting 11 today. They're also solid, but need goals in midfield as well. Play a solid midfield three, but there's not really a balance in there, I think, with a creative midfield player who's going to go and get a goal. So they're going to look to Willery and Watt to support Van Veen today. Two teams in good form. I don't want to jinx it, but I think there might be a few goals here today. For United, just one change from a team that beat Hibs last week. Declan Glass uh, goes, goes out and in comes um, uh, Dylan Levitt. They've got uh, Keane Freeman in goals. They've got Edwards, Mulgrew and McMahon who make... Sorry, Benjamin Tigerson goals. Freeman, Edwards, Mulgrew and McMahon at the back. In midfield, Pollitt, Fuchs, Levitt and Iskinen with Harks supporting Nicky Clark up front. The subs are Newman, Glass, Chambers, BMU, Apparate, Hottie and Smith for Motherwell. They make one change. That Van Veen comes in for Roberts. Liam Kelly is in goals. O'Donnell, Mugabe, Ojala and McGinley at the back. In midfield, Grimshaw, Slattery and Goss with Woolery, Van Veen and Watt up front. Fox, Carroll, Maguire, O'Hara, Sulholm, Roberts and Shields are on the bench and the referee today at Tannadice is Kevin Clancy. You know, you would expect me to say these things, Hugh Keevens, but genuinely, you look through the fixtures today, so much to look forward to, so many different storylines, a lot to play for in every game. This is the definition of a vibrant league. If Hearts win, they go top. If Dundee United win, they are level on points with Rangers. If Celtic beat St Johnston, they are one point away from Rangers. So... There we have a vibrant top of the division And we've been crying out for this for years And we always say, ah, it'll peter out It'll never sustain itself However, 
at least give them credit for getting this way at the 10th game. Let's hope it can continue. Nothing against the team at the top of the league, but surely everyone wants a competitive league. Unless if we can try Roger Hanna, can you hear us this time, Roger? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me from the... We've got you. Excellent Roger. I was actually thinking back To the first day of the league season Earlier on When we had to give All of those predictions And I think each and every one of us Took either Aberdeen or Hibs To finish third I think, I think you might have taken One of them to finish second But when we arrive here today It's actually ninth against fifth um, Stephen Glass complaining this week There's an agenda From some folk against him So I won't offer an opinion Straight away in Aberdeen's form We'll just give you the stats Five straight defeats Their worst run of form Since 2010 They're ten without a win That's eight defeats And two draws They haven't won in the league here at Petordre since the opening weekend of the season. They're two points above the relegation playoff place. They're out of Europe to Carabag. They're out of the League Cup to Raith Rovers. And their next six games, starting today, Hibs, Rangers, Hearts, Motherwell, Dundee United and Celtic, the current top six in the Premiership. So maybe a little surprise that the chairman Dave Cormack was moved to defend Glass this week after the raging supporters directed their ire towards him after last Saturday night's defeat at Dundee. Glass's response, three changes. The big one, Joe Lewis is back in goal after two games out the side. Gary Woods drops to the bench. Marley Watkins comes in for Johnny Hayes and Jack McKenzie misses out. He suffered an ankle injury in training on Thursday. He'll be assessed by a specialist on Monday. He's not involved. Ross McCrory comes back in and we think according to the locals Gordon it'll be a change of system as well we think it'll be a 3-4-2-1 to mirror the Hibs lineup. so that means Joe Lewis back in goal we think a back three of Ross McCrory Declan Gallagher and David Bates across the middle Calvin Ramsey Scott Brown Lewis Ferguson Funzo Ojo with Marley Watkins and Ryan Hedges just behind the top scorer Christian Ramirez on the bench Woods McGinn Emmanuel Thomas McGeoch Hayes Samuels and Longstaff as for Hibs, they've dropped to fifth after those back-to-back defeats to Rangers and Dundee United. Ryan Portis is still suspended, but they do have Martin Boyle, who of course was targeted by his hometown club Aberdeen in the summer before signing a new deal, and he's been so valuable for Hibs. He's joint top scorer in the Premiership with six goals so far. Jack Ross has made four changes, though, from that side that lost 3-0 at home to United seven days ago. In come the experience of Paul McGinn. Darren McGregor and Lewis Stevenson as well as young Jamie Gullen in attack with Nathan Wood, Josh Doig, Scott Allen and Jamie Murphy all dropping to the bench. There you go, Matt Macy in goal, the three at the back, Paul McGinn, Darren McGregor and Paul Hanlon. Across the middle, Chris Cadden, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Joe Newell and Lewis Stevenson with Martin Boyle and Jamie Gullen just off Kevin Nisbet on the bench. Dabrowski, Doig and Wright, Wood, Murphy, Gogic and Allen. They've got a call last season, the Dons won 2-0 at home and 1-0 away. Hibs won 2-0 at home and 1-0 away, so you can really pick any result today and the referee we've got here at Bittodri today is Greg Aiken. Uh, looking forward to all those games. Another match in the Premiership, Ross County against Livy. Ross County with Maynard, Brewer and Goal. Baldwin, Peyton, Spittle, Callahan, Yakaviti, Charles Cook, Clark, Hungbo, Peyton and Jordan White. As for Livy, Max Strike and Goal, the back four, Nicky Devlin, Obelai, Fitzwater and Kelly, Holt, Pittman, Omionga, Bailey, Montano and Bruce Anderson leading the line in that one. So that's you up to speed at this time on a Saturday. We usually get all the guys involved. We look back on some of the week's biggest talking points. We'll do that next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL all in the studio We've got the top team out and about around the ground Some fantastic fixtures to look forward to this afternoon They all speak for themselves Celtic, St Johnston, Aberdeen, Hibs, Dundee United, Motherwell, Hearts, Dundee And Ross County, Livy in the top flight Big games up and down the Division Scottish Cup weekend as well So we'll keep you up to speed on anything interesting 
that happens there But on this time on a Saturday We usually get all the guys involved We look back on some of the week's biggest talking points And uh, more often than not, Roger Hanna uh, There's a, a European theme How would you sum up what we saw during the week? Um, what we saw during the week was just exactly what the old firm needed after a difficult start to the Europa League groups. They both had to get home wins against Ferenc Farros on Tuesday, Bronby Thursday night, and they probably, if they have ambitions to reach the knockout phase of this competition, they probably need to go and repeat the feats in the away games in a couple of weeks' time in Hungary and Denmark. Having seen Ferenc Farros, I know Hugh saw him a lot closer than I did, having seen bits and bobs of it, I don't think there's any reason Celtic couldn't go there and win again and really put themselves back in with a chance in the group um, Rangers as well you really can't see any reason why they couldn't go to Denmark and beat that Bronby team and if Leon were to complete the double over Sparta Prague suddenly it's game on for Rangers to get back again into the knockout stages in this competition Alex Ray I know you were you yeah. were there on Thursday yeah absolutely it was uh, it was a much must win Gordon you for Celtic and Rangers really just to get the campaigns up and run I thought Rangers were quite comfortable fought in the first half they were impressive created a few opportunities and in the second half they managed the game very well and as I have to say the coefficient was much needed that both the old firm uh, added to that uh, Hugh to make the loose uh, generalisation they were kind of both in the same boat weren't they they both had lost their opening games and therefore had to win both at home against the teams on paper you would expect them to win so there were actually a lot of similarities between both games during the week Yeah, uh, they put a down payment on improvement I would say uh, they have to go now Celtic uh, have to go to Hungary Rangers to Denmark uh, and see what they can do there I think they're both capable of beating Ferenc Varos and Bronby uh, they now have to go and prove that is the case but uh, I think the, the fans of both clubs And there were 50,000 at each match uh, I think they were entertained uh, And I think they left in a positive frame of mind Where do we stand going forward uh, Fraser Wishart Before we look back on some of the main talking points Because you have to look at results elsewhere um, And you know by Leverkusen drawing with Betis I'm, I'm not sure if that does suit Celtic or not Leon coming from behind uh, to win so it looks like they will run away with Rangers group is that is that really what you're hoping for for one team to go and run away or how do you view it? Yeah I mean at one point Sparta were two up as well so um, and uh, Leon came back that's a good result for Rangers because I think they want it to be a straight head to head with with Sparta and they might have to go to Czech, the Czech Republic and win that game for, for Celtic I don't think it was a great result a draw um, you know, and a Celtic will still be looking back to that Betis game they scored three goals away from home <coughs> and still lost the game I think they would like Leverkusen to, to run away with that and, have, and probably beat Betis next week so that it's a head-to-head again for, for Celtic. But really, just they've got to win these games. They've got to go to Bronby. They've got to go to Fernsvaros, win those games and hope they get uh, get the break elsewhere. But uh, very comfortable performances. Both teams, I thought, were excellent. Three spell in the second half. Um, Ibrox where Bronby looks as if they might grab a goal and that could have put pressure on, on Rangers. But overall, pretty comfortable. Played really well first half. Celtic, outstanding. One of the best goals I've seen for a long time. That pass by Jota and Kyogo's touch and finish, just absolute top class. Very simple. So it wasn't a case of beating three men and not mega whatever else. Just very simple, but a brilliant goal. And, and Celtic will get a wee lift from that going into the away game. I think they both realise they have the better of those two teams, but they have to go and do it. And then if results elsewhere go their way, then they'll get a two-game uh, chance of, of getting second place, but at least third place. You know, they've still got the the Europa Conference, I know it's not ideal, but there's a bit of money to be, to be made in that and there's some interesting European games after Christmas, but I think both teams should have their eyes on getting out of this group stage and getting to the last 32 of the Europa League. What did we learn from Celtic's victory uh, during the week, David Friel? They're back at it again 
Today I guess it's another step On a, a small winning run What was the main Conclusions you took away from it? I think defensively I don't think Joe Hart Had too many saves to make And I know It sounds strange to When a game When they scored the goal Of, of that class As Fraser's saying With Jota's his ball And Kielger's touch and finish But so defensively Celtic's are starting to look a little bit stronger I think Starfield and Carter Vickers are gaining an understanding and I think that then allows the rest of the players to go and, and, and really express themselves and in terms of Jota I think Celtic have got a star in their hands you know Ange Postecoglou was talking this morning about him but these days wingers are, are judged in numbers that's a kind of modern phrase you know what's his numbers like but Jota's you know, created two goals the other night he's scoring goals two big away goals for Celtic in the last couple of weeks so I think it's starting to come together but I think the foundation even though Celtic are so attacking, has to be that central defence, and I do think they're starting to impress and improve. Do you understand, Hugh Keevens, the do whatever you can to sign Jota now yeah. shout, or do we have to remind ourselves that it is early and you want to maybe wait a little bit longer before you get carried away? Well, we don't write the checks, and those who do write the checks at Celtic Park will want to be sure that he can sustain this form. But he and Furuhashi uh, have been taken to the hearts of the Celtic fans it's very clear to see and to hear he is an outstanding talent I'm still wondering why Celtic managed to get him in the first place because you'd have thought that somebody that good uh, would have been on the radar of clubs within his own country in Portugal or other parts of the continent so it's a terrific piece of due diligence by Celtic in the first place to get him to Scottish football he is a star in the making he simply has to maintain what he has been doing. He is unfazed by the physicality of Scottish football. He is unfazed by European or domestic football. He seems to be at home here, quite literally at home. Uh, and therefore, if he goes on in the manner in which he has been doing, uh, the Celtic fans will demand, not just ask, they will demand that Yota is signed on a full-time contract. Anyone else think it's... Too early or mind no. made up already? How do you view that one? I, no, I, I think that even if he takes a dip in form, Gordon, you can tell by the way he's playing just now. The confidence he's playing with that pass the other night there, Fraser was right. It's one of the best goals I've seen in a long time. It was a terrific ball. That's a confident player. Even if he takes a dip, you still know that talent's there. And he's obviously got that in abundance. So... I'd be very surprised Celtic's supporters have already made their mind up Let's be honest about that uh, And I'm sure that the manager will pr be pressing for that He's got to do it every week just now And he's doing that He's scoring goals You're right You just get you don't. It's not a case of a many assists You've got to pitch in with goals He's doing that as well He looks a complete player And I think he'll only get better um, So I'm sure everyone at Celtic Park would like to see that permanent the early indications are very good, Gordon, and I agree with the guys. I thought his pass, the way he cut across it, the, the, the weight of the pass was tremendous. Uh, at 13 games in, I don't think Celtic would be in a rush if they were going to do it, maybe do it around about the January. But the early indications are that the Celtic fans have taken to him. He's settled in brilliantly because sometimes a young guy coming to a new surroundings, he fits the bill young. Buy him uh, kind of what is it six million round about that mark, and then punt him for a, for a hefty hefty fee. I think when you you see what Celtic have spent in recent years, you know you look at Julian. Was Julian about seven million pounds? Yeah. You look at Barkas. They spent an awful lot of money on him. So that's a defender and a goalkeeper. So how can you justify not paying six point five million for a guy who creates, can pass like he did the other night, can score goals? 
the Celtic fans would be in uproar And I know it's early in the season But you get a feel for people Early in the season mm. You see how they adapt You see their numbers Like the guys were talking about there And Jota's certainly up there So I don't think there's any are doubt you, Are you going in for a hairdo? A Jota hairdo? Because you're uh, the one in the studio get, yeah, that a few tints in it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's turn our attention to, to Rangers Roger I wonder if the The victory on Thursday evening Obviously the three points is the priority But I wonder if more than that The knock-on effect Can it provide that spark that some people have been talking about Can this be the performance that really kick-start so a, a return to the heights hit last season Yeah listen it very possibly can I was particularly impressed by Joe Aribo's contribution We spoke in the show I think it was on Wednesday night with Andy Halliday After Steven Gerrard had criticised Alfredo Morelos And we're saying yeah 5-15 and 15, Which is now of course 5-16 and 16, Isn't really good enough for a Rangers centre forward But if he's in that form He needs teammates to step forward and help him out And I thought Joe Aribo did that with his performance Kemar Roof did it with the goal that was eventually given with, with, with VAR on Thursday night So others are contributing And you could see you could almost no- notice a change in Stephen Gerrard's demeanour after the game. I think he was particularly impressed, as Alex says, with that first half performance on Thursday. And I think he maybe senses that it's the kind of result, the kind of performance over the first 45 minutes that could kick Rangers on to something else. It was, it was interesting to listen to Aribo after the game saying, yeah, the, the manager told me to step up and, and, and grab, the, you know, grab things by the, the scruff of the neck almost. And you just wonder now if the same message is going to Morelos and he could start doing that at St Mirren tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with Roger. I actually thought uh, Rebo was tremendous last week against Hearts as well, particularly in the first half. He just looks really impressive. He took that one into the European game. Uh, I think the Morelos one's an interesting one, Gordon. He's been called out by the manager publicly and needs more goals from him. When you get back a year... Uh, I don't think I think he might be One goal better off last year But the difference was There was goals coming from everywhere You know the fullbacks the Barisic The centre half Were scoring on a regular basis And it just adds more pressure To the striker Because the rest Are not pitching in Alfredo Morelos Just has to get his head down Work hard And the goals will come Because he puts himself In the right opportunities To do that Alec, I think Stephen Gerrard Has taken an interesting turn With regard to Morelos Prior to the game Against Bromby He said Five goals and 15 For a number nine At Rangers Not good enough then he takes him off against Bromby and what he had to say in this morning's newspapers he won't get the dream move unless he starts to score more regularly so that's two rockets in one week for Morelos point number one will he start him tomorrow in Paisley point number two if he doesn't get a goal tomorrow where's the next rocket coming from and what will it say you can't, you can't. Sorry, Gordon. You can't continue to just batter him publicly. You know you have to get because you're clearly going through a difficult time as well. So there comes a period when you ask, you put put it out there, let the fans know that you're not happy with the performances that are actually shown at the moment and the goal return at the moment. But at some point as well, you have to step back and try and support him or take him out the firing line. And Fraser Wisher, an ongoing debate on this show for longer than I care to remember, and it will be ongoing for a long time still to come. VAR, we get close looks at it in Europe and international football. Uh, at the moment And if if you're a Rangers fan you, you you loved it and hated it the other night So we're starting to get a little snapshot Of what life might be like in the future Yeah, I mean I think is going to come we, we spoke about that I think the show Last uh, last weekend And uh, you can see the factual part You know, Kemar Roof I think at first, first look I think even Kemar thought he was offside as well And just tapped in the net just for the hell of it But then it turns out he, he was onside But remember VAR's still very much subjective And, and I thought it was a penalty when Aribo was brought down but the, the VAR referee and the referee themselves thought not. And uh, even go back to the Liverpool game the, 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 on Tuesday, 
when the referee stopped by overturned his own decision when he gave a penalty I still thought that was a penalty to Athletic Madrid so we're still going to have anomalies and still going to have debates because we would disagree even with, with VAR but it's, uh, it's going to come into Scotland next couple of years maybe I would, I would guess once they get everybody trained up and they get a we got a strategy together, and uh, you know, the, again, the balance in, in our country is going to be. I'm at Dundee United, mother. I don't know how many cameras are here for. Would would they pick up a Kemar Roof type situation? Maybe not, but the cameras tomorrow in Paisley would. So that's the kind of balance that we've got to wrestle with. But yeah, Rangers liked it because they got that goal that just settled them down before half time as well and gave them a deserved 2 0 lead rather than going 1 0, where it's a wee bit, wee bit dodgy going into the second half. Yeah, Alex, like I say, saw both sides of it really. Yeah, without doubt. Uh, I think it's easier to to get the offside, you know, because of the lines and that. I think again, we spoke about this. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. The guys in studio, it's subjective. The guy, I think it was the Dutch officials and the VAR, uh, OB outside are looking at that, and they don't think there's contact on Joe Rebo. Whereas I've yet to hear anyone out with not think that's a penalty. It was a bit. Uh, it was the biggest stonewall penalty I've seen. I cannot believe that they looked at that and thought um, otherwise. Um, so that's. That's the side of VAR that we're going to we're going to get here every Monday and Tuesday in this show. We will be chatting about it. But the good side about it is is Roof School. Everybody that looked at that would have thought it was offside. It took me a good couple of looks at it to to then see the lines and go, oh yeah, there you go. So that's a good side because that could be the difference in a season between teams going down or staying up. And there's so much at stake. So those decisions are brilliant. But we'll still get talking points. Yeah, some brilliant fixtures to look forward to today. Though we'll go back around the grounds next. As it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL All in the studio Unbelievable fixtures to look forward to on a Saturday afternoon Really exciting stuff Let's go back to Celtic Park And just get a quick recap of teams with Andrew McLean yeah, two changes for Ange Postacoglu from that 2-0 win over Ferenc Barros. Adam Montgomery and Leil Abada dropping out of the starting lineup. Josip Juranovic returns from injury and it's a first start for Jorgos Yakimakis. So it'll be Joe Hart who starts in goal for them today. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Karol Starfelt and Josip Juranovic. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic and David Turnbull with Jota and Kyogo Furuhashi either side of Yakimakis. The substitutes, Bain, Welsh, Beaton, Montgomery, Johnston, Abada and Ayeti as for St Johnson four changes from that disappointing 3-0 loss to Livingston last weekend Rooney, O'Halloran, Craig and May all drop out and coming back in Gordon, Brown, Bryson and Middleton so Xander Clark continues in goal for them the back three Effie Ambrose, Liam Gordon and Jamie McCart James Brown and Callum Booth the wing backs for them the midfield three Cameron McPherson, Craig Bryson and David Walderspoon and it'll be Glenn Middleton supporting Chris Kane up top the substitutes for St Johnson today Parish, Devine, Muller, Craig, Crawford, May and Vertanen and the referee here at Celtic Park is Nick Walsh Let's hear from Callum Davidson What's nothing Celtic? You know, obviously, new new ownership, uh, new sorry, new manager, new style of play. So, really interested how they play. I think they play really attacking football. Uh, so again, it's going to be a really tough game. Uh, they've got really big wide players, good rotation. Uh, so we've got to make sure we we can deal with that. Uh, make sure we can nullify their threat. And always at Parkhead, it's, it's try to keep keep them quiet for twenty five minutes. And I've always said that if you if you keep them quiet, you've, you've always got an opportunity. Uh, if you don't, then it's, it'll be a long afternoon. I think the players know that. Uh, they know what to do uh, But again it's, It'll be a really tough game We can actually reflect On Dundee uh, Look forward to Sorry Dundee United Motherwell In a bit more detail later Because remember That one's been delayed Until 3.15 uh, I think it was a, An accident On the road up To Tanadice So that one is going to Kick off about 15 minutes 
later uh, Just finally then Hugh On Celtic Before we go back Around the rest of the grounds Callum Davidson there Clearly knowing the size Of the, the challenge That lies ahead At risk of stating the obvious How important is it That Celtic win this Minimum fuss Make it another win And, and just try and really build up That momentum That's not been there yet This season Because now they're getting Players back They've got some options And um, like I say Trying to get that run going Vitally important Because There then comes uh, Hibs at Easter Road On Wednesday Now That will be A real test Of Celtic uh, I, I think it's important To see These two games As a sequence Of events For Celtic If they get Six points From those two games Game on In terms of The league Again Because uh, Ange Postacoglu Has created A, a terrific mood But it's game by game by game for Ange Postacoglu because all eyes are on him. He has the chance, symbolically, to cut a six-point lead to a one-point lead today. He has to take that chance. Now let's go back to Pitodri, uh, because there's just so much to get through with regards Stephen Glass and Aberdeen's performances and Dave Cormack's strong defence uh, of his manager, Roger Hanna, where are we at with Stephen Glass? Because you never really know how, how much is the pressure actually on? As in, how much is his job seriously at risk? Or is this just a, mod, a modern phenomenon of a few bad games and, and people start to ask questions? Well, at 10 to 3 this afternoon, his job is not at serious risk. I'm watching him. He's down just a few moments ago doing pretty much TV interviews on the trackside here uh, with a club jacket on. Uh, Dave Cormack has given him the full backing. Uh, I'm never sure that's always a good thing for a chairman to give you full public backing. But as you say, 10 to 3, job safe. At 10 to 5, it could be a different story because Hibernian, despite a couple of back to back defeats to Rangers and Dundee United, are a strong side. Any side with Martin Boyle and Kevin Nisbet in the front line is a dangerous side. They could come here and win. If they do come here and win, I don't think the Aberdeen supporters will take it lightly. It would extend their losing streak to six. It would extend their winless streak to 11. And it would pile real pressure on Stephen Glass because it doesn't matter who you are, Gordon. You can be put in by a new chairman. You can be told, listen, you're in charge of a project. You're going to get time. We're going to change the entire football department. But all the boys will tell you, it's a results-driven business. And if you're at a club the size of Aberdeen and the winless run starts getting into double figures and beyond, then you're under pressure. What do you make of the approach then? Because generally speaking, Roger, it sounds admirable for those in charge of football clubs to say, I'm going to be open, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be accessible, I'm going to be able to answer fans' questions and update people on what's going on at the club. But in one week, we've had Dave Cormack going on radio with a strong defence of his manager, which didn't go down very well. And I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, you lot, a, a Falkirk Q&A uh, with the board members, which really, really didn't go down well. In fact, it was calamitous at times. So do these things ever end well, Roger? Um, I'm a fan of them, I have to say. I always think transparency, openness, honesty are good things, Gordon. But equally, I do think you need to read the room at times. And I haven't seen all the detail of the Falkirk when someone was mentioning it to me yesterday. But in terms of Dave Cormack, we're here at Petodio today. In terms of Dave Cormack, um, he felt compelled to speak after the criticism of his manager, loud criticism of his manager by a section of the support at Dens Park last Saturday night. Um, when you do that, you need a, a degree of courage because you will know you're not going to win them all back just with a few words. 
you need actions and those actions are going to have to start this afternoon otherwise the pressure's just going to build and build and build Let's hear from Stephen Glass then ahead of a huge game for him at Pataudry I think the fact they had a disappointing result last week means they'll be determined to bounce back they'll be determined there's been there's been a lot of rivalry over the last few years between the clubs uh, a lot of proximity in the division Hibs have got a little bit of breathing space at the minute and they'll be hoping that we don't close that so I think they're, they'll be focused on that uh, but we're focused on ourselves and negating Hibs' strengths and attacking their weaknesses like we do every week and like they'll be trying to do to us. And here's Jack Ross. Yeah, I'm sure he'll use it to galvanise him even more um, because uh, I think by some of his comments you feel that some of the criticism has perhaps been excessive and unjust. And um, but, but for me, I think on the aftermath of last weekend it was, it was naturally about focus on us producing a performance that's much more like us irrespective of the opponent and the situation they find themselves in. Um, I think the Scottish Premiership this year has shown whatever they expected from it and predicted that it would be the most competitive in a number of years. I think we're seeing that. So there are just so many difficult games in it, both home and away. Um, we've seen that firsthand at la- at last week. We've got to make sure though that we um, we provide Aberdeen with that type of test and opposition at the weekend. Uh, let's turn attentions to the other Edinburgh side, Hearts at home to Dundee. Uh, David Friel with Hearts start to the season, I would imagine comes a greater deal of expectation uh, maybe that brings its own kind of pressure because if you are serious about staying up the top of the division with no disrespect to Dundee a home game against them is one that you're going to have to take all three points in surely yeah it is and I would expect Hearts to take three points and yes there is pressure on Robin Hilson and his players but what strikes me when you come to Hearts these days is I can't remember this club being as optimistic as positive you speak to fans you speak to people at work here the guy that took my uh, at the car park front door of the car park he had my name down as Daniel Field couldn't stop laughing and smiling and everybody is just happy the players have just finished a warm up they've been into the centre circle they've clapped the fans the place is almost full already the only downside is the floodlights are on and it's only 5-3 to three, um, in October but no there's positivity here yes there's pressure but I think Hearts will go and win this game I think come 5 o'clock tonight I think they'll be top of the league a big Daniel Field there let's hear from uh, Robbie Nielsen ahead of this one it's easy when we're winning um, it'll be when we have a wee knock that you have to pick them back up again but the spirit's good we've got a good group of young guys that want to do really well for the club and a group of senior ones that have got that experience that can help them on their way so Rangers don't play until the Sunday so it gives us a chance to you know put a wee, wee marker down I would say they're hungry we've got a group of guys that, that whether they're young players hungry in their career to do well or whether it's senior ones that are hungry to you know, continue and, and get success so I think there's a, it's a good group here Obviously it's early Hugh and nothing is won on the 23rd of October But if you'd offered Hearts the chance to go top On the 23rd of October uh, A few months back They would have taken your hand off Oh without doubt uh, They started the season by beating Celtic They remain the only team unbeaten In the Premier League They are entitled to be proud of themselves uh, To hear Daniel talk about uh, The ground being <laughs> almost full uh, Before kickoff is terrific And uh, I, I know Edinburgh I know the, the city When one of them is uh, Firing on all cylinders It's Hearts turn now uh, I think they will win that match today But all over The best games today All have one philosophy The carrot and stick philosophy The carrot is there for Hearts to go top The carrot is there for Dundee United To equal Rangers in terms of the number of points won The carrot is there for Celtic To go one point behind Rangers After a worrying start to the season for them So they've all got the carrot If they don't do it The stick follows
And to answer David Daniel Sorry's question from earlier You are a big fan of Succession And you were delighted to see Hearts get involved With the launch of season 3 Which hit the television yeah, screen this week Yeah, I started back in it But um, yeah, delighted And I think uh, Daniel's, uh, Daniel, uh, David's right That everything's going particularly well There at Tinker I look at Hearts just now quickly, Gordon That, you know, probably looking back uh, A few seasons ago When they were in a good run of games You would say, well, there's a, there's a bad result Round the corner Everybody would look at Dundee today Really struggling Losing a lot of goals Going to Tynecastle Hearts firm favourites Full house in at Tynecastle I just see Hearts Running over the top of Dundee I think they're playing With that much confidence And I think they will Go top of the table tonight Okay Got some fantastic fixtures Coming up at 3 o'clock Remember the game At Tanadice Has been delayed So we'll go back there And we'll get the 3 o'clock games Up and running next The winning team all season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds And the three o'clock games are just getting underway We've got Celtic St Johnson, Aberdeen Hibs, Hearts, Dundee, Ross County, Livy Dundee United, Motherwell's been delayed by 15 minutes If you're interested in the English Premier League A narrow one for Chelsea down there Just the 7-0 victory wow. uh, Against Norwich mm. Earlier on uh, Before we go any further then Hugh Let's see what your Aka looks like Big yeah. games That means big pressure on you To deliver the goods Who's going to win this afternoon? Even bigger pressure on Ange Postacoglu And I think he'll respond to it By getting a home win for Celtic Against St Johnson I believe Sometimes it is darkest before the dawn And I mean The D-O-N so I'm taking Aberdeen to beat Hibbs at Pataudry and end that long 10-game winless run. I'm taking Dundee United to beat Motherwell, Hearts to beat Dundee and go top. And in the last game, not a home win, Livy to win away wow. at Ross okay. County. Alex Ray. I'm going for a home win for Celtic today. I'm going for a home win for Aberdeen also. Dundee United to draw with Motherwell. Hearts to draw with Dundee and Ross County. What? No, I know, I know it's mad. I'm, I'm going for the. the I'm there. going I for like the odds today. I like it. I'm going for the Ross link. County versus Levy. I'll meet your County. coffee if you get that up. <laughs> go on, Matt. You go first. Okay, I'll Celtic to beat St Johnson. I think Aberdeen will stop the rot, but they'll only get a draw against Hibs. I think Dundee United Motherwell will be a draw. Also, Hearts will go top with a win against Dundee, and it'll be a draw up at Dingwall between Ross County and Livingston. I'm going home win Celtic. Away win Hibs Away win Motherwell Home win Hearts And a home win Ross County Because I say every week they'll, they'll get their first win <laughs> Goal flashes With Aspire Industrial Services Leading the way In industrial and corporate branded workwear Let's go then I'm looking forward to this This mm-hmm. afternoon Big games everywhere you look I don't know which one uh, is going to take most of the attention We'll keep an eye on them all As close as we possibly can Because there is a lot To get through Huge games Everywhere you turn And it's Scottish Cup weekend as well Some fascinating ones there Hugh I know you're waiting till Monday night yes. That's the one that really interests yes. you Clyde Bank against Elgin Exactly On 7, Monday night 7.45 Kick off in the Estadio home park <laughs> Uh, Going to uh, go along after the show Full house I, I, yeah. yeah Full house Sold out yeah. yeah I've been trying to get a ticket But unfortunately I can't get one So I've arranged other <laughs> Other plans Other plans That's yeah. a home win as well incidentally uh, Lots to look forward to though I must admit in the second round today some Just some great fixtures You know you're at that stage Where it throws up 
Um, all sorts I mean for instance Strenraer taking on Darvel Darvel's first ever season In the Scottish Cup Going down there To take on league opposition In Strenraer We mentioned Clydebank Elgin Which is on uh, Monday night What else would Tickle our fancy In this part of the world um, I'm trying to think Having a look through them I think that's an all Lowland league clash Isn't it East Kilbride Against University of Stirling So they'll fancy mm. Trying to go through Brora Rangers They're hosting Albion Rovers The wee Rovers All the way up there a journey that one, yeah. A bit of a is that a banana skin? Because not much between them, are there, is there going to be realistically? No, I who don't think so. Who would be the favourites for that, boys? Brora. Would they? Travelling's going to kill them. Some of the guys are be working in the, in the morning, Mark. Imagine so. The Strenard Darvel one is an interesting one. Darvel have thrown a bit of money at their full setup over the years, and they'll be uh, they'll be looking to see the. The effects of that in this game and, and they'll be relishing a test against league opposition yes, We'll keep an eye on some of them But we do have big league games to contend with this afternoon as well Underway everywhere apart from Tynecastle uh, From Tanadice, my apologies um, Before we go there, let's get the teaser up and running, Hugh Because yeah. we want to give maximum time on this one The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province Frank and fearless column Now, leaving out players who are currently at the club, leaving them out, there have been five African internationals who have played for Rangers since season 2010-2011. Name them. So, excluding players currently at Ibrox, there have been five African internationals who have played for Rangers since season 2010-2011. Who are they? I know for a fact Gordon Biel won't get these Because his geography is abysmal yeah. uh, To say the least But if you fancy your chances this afternoon You need to send one tweet With all five correct answers on it And you need to send it over to At Clyde SSB It is a bit of a race So you want to beat everyone else to it Do not hang about Get your thinking caps on And send them over please To At Clyde SSB um, anything else to tell you about early on? I don't think so. Just early goals down south, for instance, Everton one, Watford nil. Early pressure by St Johnston, yeah. so they they are certainly not uh, cowed by the experience of going to Celtic Park in the aftermath of a, a Celtic European win. They are taking the game to Celtic straight away. They certainly are. They've got a free kick down the right hand side as well. Uh, Jota is doing a bit of defending, not very effectively, because he's given away a free kick. Uh, which means Kyogo out on the right-hand side, Mark Wilson, perhaps where people expected. I think he played off the left at Ibrox, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but with Jota in such good form, he's taken a baddest place. Yeah, well, just uh, during the break, I, I said to Alex, we were kind of chatting about if he would go, Kyogo would go left, and that would mean moving Jota. I don't think you can move Jota when he's been shown the kind of form he, he has been, you know, in terms of assists, in terms of goals. Why would you upset that? The interesting thing is to see how Kyogo does out there. I think we'll all agree that he's, you know, he's he's more useful through that middle. He stretches teams. He runs in behind, and it'll be interesting to see what Jakimakis brings. If he is just going to be a a lone target man, and Kyogo is still going to make those runs just from an area on the right. But like I said before, Ange Postecoglou is in a a different position than he was a couple of weeks ago if this doesn't work mm. at least he's got the options to bring a bad <coughs> off the bench to bring Mikey Johnson off a bench and put Kyogo through the middle like it's extremely early Gordon so at the risk of getting carried away I'm not sure anyone would have expected relentless St Johnston pressure at the start of the game albeit early 
Yeah, you've got to say they've started with a lot of confidence, Gordon. They're on the front foot. They've caused a couple of problems. They had a nice free kick in there. They've got now got a corner kick, a chance to put a bit of pressure onto this Celtic defence. Um, so I think Callum Davison, after a disappointing uh, result against Livingston at home last week, he'll be happy, but... Um, it's early doors and you know that Celtic are certainly going to come at you The thing is Alex though It's wave after wave at the moment yeah. Because every set piece St Johnston get It either ends up in another set piece Or it goes all the way through for a throw in Or they're forcing fouls they, um, have, They've they come out and look bang up for it this afternoon Yeah, without doubt Gordon I think uh, Cammy McPherson's taking several of these uh, set plays as well Lovely delivery You have to say Celtic have done well Because they've managed to get the first contact But it's resulted in I think it's Effie Ambrose with a long thrown out To the edge of the box yeah, uh, we've got a goal in the championship, and I have to tell you what, the woes for Hamilton Ackies continue, albeit they go there as underdogs today down to Kilmarnock, but Kilmarnock won up already. Ollie Shaw with the goal inside five minutes. It's not a great time to be an Ackies fan. Interesting times for the club, though, because yeah. Yeah. they say that uh, there could be two prospective buyers uh, for the Ackies, uh, both unnamed as yet. Uh, but Ronnie McDonald apparently willing to relinquish control of the club Been there a long time Ronnie uh, So with new ownership comes fresh impetus and uh, perhaps fresh cash So yep, on the park right now, dismal Off the park, interesting Yeah I agree with that, I, was, I read that article as well And you know they guys have put a lot of time and effort, money into Hamilton Ackies had some great times up at the top flight going, but they seem to be regressing a little bit now. They've obviously got a great community programme bringing young guys through. However, as, as Hugh says, if you get fresh ideas, somebody that's willing to take the next challenge on, maybe it'll be a case of these guys moving on. And I think they would. For oh, we've it. got one of these, Whoa. sorry, in the top flight. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. <laughs> Ross County 1 Livingston 0 It's Harry Clark With the goal For the Staggies After 7 minutes Gordon DL tips them Every week Because he knows That eventually He'll get it right And he'll look clever And uh, today could be the day No that's not the case I've stuck by My uh, my, my fellow uh, Pundit Roger Hanna Who I work here On a Tuesday night with Who told me That they were playing Particularly well At Fir Park that day And I decided To have a look at them And I thought They play good football They're just a bit unfortunate Still a long way mm. to go Because at Livy's side You know the character they've got Going to St Johnston last week And a great result But great start for Malcolm Mackay Absolutely Here's a goal that's gone in In the Scottish Cup That's got a bit of a backstory, uh, If you'll allow me So East Stirling nil Bonnie Rig Rose 1 oh. mm-hmm. Do you know where East Stirling Play their home games? Yeah, yeah. Falkirk? It's at the Falkirk, Falkirk Stadium yeah. Right now I just told you About this Q&A That took place At Falkirk Between the fans uh, and the board And I'm not sure if you've seen it But the, the opening uh, Hamilton Ackies have equalised By the way Jamie Hamilton With the goal But the, the opening Exchange is Magnificent So a Falkirk fan Takes the mic Right And he's obviously well researched If you've not seen it yet You'll find it on Twitter So he goes through all the stats About Falkirk's win percentage And how it's not good enough And what it takes To get out of League 1 Because this is what Our both did And this is what Partick Thistle did And it's not good enough And so on And so forth and he then finishes by saying, at what stage do we make a change or something along those lines? And I think it's the Falkirk chairman takes the mic and just says, that was a statement, not a question. <laughs> and you can imagine how that yeah. goes down in the room. That, that's so straight away, just, just run away. And t- just talk about reading the room, right? And trying to get these fans on board. That's at the start. And from then on, it just goes it just goes downhill. So, Hugh, sorry, the, the, the punchline, if you like, um, is that... 
Bonnie Rigrose have turned up to play that game today. They've taken a picture of the Falkirk Stadium and it says they've tweeted saying, We've arrived at the Falkirk Stadium. And that is a statement, not a question. <laughs> so they're having a wee dig as well. My favourite toe curling moment from the QA <coughs> uh, was when the uh, chairman suggested that uh, Falkirk have been losing games because they're playing against teams who have released, uh, who have players released by Falkirk and therefore they try harder. When they're playing against Falkirk Now wow. The one thing you don't want to be Is dismissive of the fans And the other thing You don't want to be uh, Is Insulting the fans intelligence And that was insulting the intelligence Of the Falkirk supporters To say Oh We're playing players Who used to play for Falkirk They're trying harder against us Leaving one fan To point out that the last game Falkirk played They lost 3-0 And there were no ex-Falkirt <laughs> yeah. players In the other team I mean Gordon Deal You strike mm. me as the type of man That's got other things to do On a Saturday night But seriously Get on YouTube Watch this Falkirt q and it... <laughs> Yeah I, I, I'm, I'm very busy on a Saturday night I might just leave that one till Monday you know, You've got to try and get fans on board Another one that went down like a Lead balloon was um, basically the, the the plea from I can't remember which board member who says, "Look, you can't come and boo the players. The players are scared to try things because the fans are booing. Fan behaviour is having an impact on the team." I mean, come on! I say that they seem yeah. to be as if they're just looking for a lot of excuses. Was, Gordon. And by the way, I should say it's difficult. You're not hiding nothing. Can you actually say anything that that would? Leave the fans them. going away and saying, "Oh, great! Yeah, we are we are on the right track." Probably not. So I get that it's a, it's a difficult job, but wow, some of the stuff was. Gordon, it seems to be a modern thing where oh, a good opportunity there for Celtic. Yeah, Callum McGregor with a shot from outside the box, well saved by the feet of my big neighbour Xander Clark. Yeah, again, going back to that, I always think you're on it hiding it nothing. When things are going great, they're happy, they'll come along and there. But when you then start engaging with these supporters. They're always looking for something And you, you, you're suggesting Because of the results You know They're obviously but, but What a manager change But I, I might be wrong Gordon I, I've, I've not seen it I, I've only heard it about You will today. tonight though I'm sure yeah. yeah 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 But What I can't understand Is the board sitting there Surely if it's supporters Coming along Concerned about the team Do you not just look at The manager for this To sit there and explain This is what's happening well, he, no, like, he was there as well you know, it, it, I, it covered all sorts Gary Holt was there He was asked about different things So was the manager And yeah Yeah I, I feel for Paul I had Paul at air um, He gave up a good job At Aberdeen uh, To try management And he's finding out How difficult it is um, So I, Just given time I'm sure Paul Will turn things around At Falkirk Airdrie 1 Dumbarton nil. Reese McCabe Has scored In that one Still nothing else In the top flight We're about to kick off I hope At Tannadice Fraser Wishart yeah, still a bit away. The players aren't out yet, Gordon. Just a few of the, the substitutes begin to make their way. The players left the field after the warm-up about five minutes ago, so it might be a wee bit later than 3.15, but um, just as you mentioned, the players, of course, are wearing the show races and the red card T-shirts as the start of the fortnight of action, and unfortunately we still have to get that message across. You think that uh, incidents involving like Glenn Kamara, Kyogo, Marvin Bartley, others routinely abused online, so we have to still challenge racism and a wee plug for a, a great video it's going to be shown on television tomorrow at the game. It's similar against Rangers, but it's on uh, PFA Scotland's Twitter site and, and shows some red cards as well, involving players from up and down the country and all clubs as well, conveying the anti-racist message. So an important day in the calendar for, for Scottish football. But on the field, I think it's an important day for Dundee United. I think they have to build on their big win last week. That was a terrific result, 3-0 away to Hibs, but it would all go to waste almost if you lost today's game because the, there's a chance to build on 
that as the players do come out holding the showcase and red card uh, cards and they still show in the centre circle. But uh, I think it's a, a difficult game for them because they have to keep that standard going. And I think Mother are actually a good team. None of us really tipped either of them to be particularly successful. But uh, they brought in the likes of Chalmers and Nielsen and Kerr Smith, youngsters, giving them a chance at United. Glass and Freeman and Apery. So they're getting a really good balance. But for me, I think we'll get a few goals here today. And I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be 2 2 at Tannadice. Well, we'll find out. Just remember, over 15 minutes late on that one, an accident on the way up to Dundee. We hope everyone's okay. It's just a football game. It can take place uh, when the time is right. So we're a bit behind on that one. The rest are well underway, though. And uh, Celtic had a little spell, Mark Wilson, that good shot from Callum McGregor. A few balls flashed across. Um, but St Johnson are, are giving a good account of themselves. Yeah, they're holding their own. They're, they certainly haven't came to Celtic Park this afternoon to line up a, along their 18 yard line and allow Celtic just to come at them. They're, they're going forward and getting bodies forward. But um, Callum McGregor, yeah, great first touch, came for a corner kick, a shot low through bodies. I thought it initially took a, a little nick. And Xander Clark, what a save. He has to save it with his feet. It's low, he sees it late, and it's the best opportunity we've seen so far. I saw him this morning taking the bin out, a carton of milk fell out. You should have seen the reaction. Was <laughs> Saturday quick, quick, quick as a flash. Bindi. Bindi. Took it at, at the second time of asking. Yeah, he was, yes. he was all over it. Um, Banks of D won Nairn County nil. These are the types of big fixtures in the Scottish Cup this afternoon. Tommy, um, Tommy Rodgick has just had a moment to forget. Uh, he has had a wee fresh air swipe at the, the, the ball there and uh, it was a reasonable chance created for him but Celtic trying uh, to increase the tempo of their game they, they have started in a way that uh, Roger Hanna, Daniel Friel and myself would know from our <laughs> newspaper days as a European hangover a wee bit sleepy after that uh, uh, win over Ferenc Varos uh, but it's a, it's a good game Involving both goalkeepers There could be a wee shock on the cards Edinburgh City nil Bonus United 1 Edinburgh yeah. City of course These, now these teams are not bad An established they? SPFL side At mm. home But Bonus United uh, Are in front in that one Yeah and I, I I always say that These teams are They invest good money Into the, these clubs now And they get some good uh, players Good experienced players And this is their who cup are the, final. Who are the good players at Bonus United? Uh, John John Hughes, uh, not the John Hughes, uh, Derek Brown, who plays in the right back you're position. Making stop it! You're insulting <laughs> people because you're acting as if that's true. No, no I've actually seen them. Uh, you Google Here's that. one for you then. Right? Okay. Broomhill used to be known as BSC Glasgow. They're losing to Trenent Juniors. They're not very good. It, who's Trenent Juniors manager? I hope I'm going to get this right Someone's going to tell me he's left right But he, he used to be Give us an issue now get it No he used to play for Hearts right A bit of a name from the past mm. uh, but, but, but not the distant past That's the thing You'll have forgotten all about this guy But I wonder if you knew that Mackay. little piece of, Gary Mackay I wonder if you knew that little bit of trivia That he was the The Trenent Juniors manager Gary Mackay no? No Someone along that More Mark Wilson's era Wait did you Listen, I've been on this show with you how many years? I still don't know how old I am. <laughs> Callum Elliott. Never has he? Yeah. Centre forward. Yeah. yeah. Or he certainly was. Someone's about to tweet and embarrass me and tell yeah. me that he's, he's he left last week and I've not uh, realised it. But yeah, there we go. Um, That's his knowledge, though. Is oh, it Bonus? Great, uh, yeah, Derek Brown or whoever it was. Phil yeah. Brown. Yeah. Good player. Right, Hugh, remind us of your teaser, please. Okay, so excluding the players who are currently at the club. There have been five African internationals who have played for Ra- mm. There have been five <laughs> players 
know why you just stop. <laughs> no, just keep because, talking. Don't you worry because, about me. Because my mic cut out. No, I didn't. didn't. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. And now you're still doing it. Student players currently at the club. There have been five African internationals who have played for Rangers since season 2020. 2011 Name them There are actually six Right so <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes It's uh, Yeah classic not happy Someone's going to need to fix the Twitter Because uh, it says on there five So we're oh, looking for six yeah. But anyway And it doesn't include the current ones So Let's do some wrong answers Hugh Nizzy has gone for Kerkar Nope um, Yeah he's not on the list what else have we got on there? Darren has gone for the likes of Dean Furman. No, no, no. You're just no. a bit off on the time frame there, that's all. Um, but these are are decent enough guesses. Um, what else have we got on there? Yeah, by the way, most of you are getting close. Just a few out on the the time frame. A few again. There's GJ going for for Kerkar. <laughs> um, Big Billy's gone for Big Mana. He's not on your list, is he? No he's not He's not there as well Okay keep your guesses coming I'm looking for six answers on that My apologies Six answers at Clyde SSB See if you can tweet them in Quicker than everyone I think I've got else. four Myself Gordon Not that these yeah. two have They're not helping me out. Wait a well, What did you help me with? Oh no sorry I think I, I know I think I got three myself Alex got one <laughs> So I'm a team player there I've got one up my sleeve But I just want the glory Does he play for bonus? No 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 Played Rangers uh, still no goals to tell you about at Aberdeen Hibs or Hearts Dundee. Um, a few moments ago, Ben Woodburn had a shot wide for Hearts. Griffiths had the hit the bar with a volley, but he was offside anyway. Ryan Hedges a, a while ago a deflected shot past Matt Macy. Um, so that's pretty much all to to tell you about at the moment. So not a great deal going on there. Remember Dundee United Motherwell. Kicked off a bit late One of those strange days Where both teams are wearing Their away strips It's disturbed a traditionalist Like Fraser Wishart He's not happy about that mm-hmm. at all um, Both Although that, that sort of black Away effort but That's nice You'll be you, Is that on the Christmas list? Yeah I like the look of that um, I think that would suit that Especially the, the physique now um, I've got to say I detected a little bit Of a sore throat there Coming from Mr Wishart was I not the only one there? Late yeah, night, yeah, last yeah. night maybe uh, I just hope that he doesn't lose his voice up there Because mm. he said he promised his goal Well there was an early it. chance for Motherwell Sean Goss got on the end of a Tony Watt cross But it was a good save by Benjamin Segrist uh, Oh Mark Wilson, the locals won't like this Brecon City nil, Haddington Athletic won oh. in the Scottish Cup Oh wow Gone downhill that's, since yeah, she left <laughs> I think that's a step forward actually That result since I left um, but just a time castle Big day for Hearts Because Start so well And You know It's all great You know You're 10 games into the season Or 9 games into the season You've started great The pressure The expectation of your fans Goes up automatically You you beat Celtic You go away to Ibrox You draw And this game I'm sure Everybody inside Tynecastle Or think Hearts Are going to come out And just walk it But that's a different pressure You need to deal with So Similar at Celtic I guess where You've gone and won These so called Difficult away venues Petaudry and Firth Park And you win a European game Go and do the The bread and butter job Of beating St Johnson at home And with 20 minutes gone 
it's it's fine. There's, there's not a great deal in the game, but I'm sure that big expectant crowd, Alex, would have been yeah. wanting just a little bit more as another pass. I think did that go through the legs of Kyogo? Yeah, it seemed as if it was slightly behind him, Gordon. But I actually can see signs now that they're actually getting the overloads in the middle of the yeah. park. You know, you've seen Callum McGregor break from the middle, and it was just the final ball. The one thing you can say about St Johnson because they play with the three, and then another one with the two wing backs, mm-hmm. it becomes very condensed, and you can't get balls played down the side. Furuhashi, without question, is less of a threat. When moved out wide It's 20 minutes it's 20 minutes I don't have time for that <laughs> he's make, a, he's make a, the change here I, I take the view that he's a 20 minutes Proving that His power is diminished by having to play out wide I, uh, I wish I could turn back time He would be there United manager And have used my system <laughs> Get him off If you have a point of view Express it yeah, I mean Celtic are starting to press a bit more Down to the byline cross And I think Rogic couldn't quite get the purchase on a header He was maybe up a little bit too early When the fans phone here at 5 o'clock and say Furuhashi loses all his power You'll all be jumping on top saying Yes, I agree did with Furuhashi you Did Furuhashi not play wide in one of the, the six nils That yeah, Celtic did, won yeah. earlier this season? Gordon, the, the actual play you mentioned about uh, Rog- was against Rogic. him Yeah, it was against him Rogic, the boy Yota down t- searches the byline and just stands it up lovely for uh, Tom Rogic he's got a bit of both because he obviously plays there to primarily come in on the right yeah. foot and get shots away and thread passes but yeah. it, it, you're going to have to do that because people know what you're you're trying so this time he goes he's a nightmare down the outside and stands Mark up obviously, with his left Mark's, Mark's a, a fullback. it must be a nightmare to play with a guy who can go yeah. both ways but he's equally comfortable going, you know, I, for me I think Rogic should be a lot more aggressive there here's Kyogo brilliant work down the right yeah. hand side he looks so comfortable in the wing as he cuts it back and no one takes the uh, chance exactly thank you very much that was his exactly I thought that was good play with him here I've got to say you've got to look at the backup from the Celtic uh, midfield and it was one of those I was expecting someone to arrive actually so from have the edge sure. of the box and the other question is where was Giacomacchus exactly? Well, he, he's across the front. You're looking for midfielders, aren't you, to come yeah. from yeah. that sort of deeper? I think the way with Jota, when we were speaking about him a moment ago, how he's a nightmare to, to face, he can go inside and outside. Celtic had a, a winger um, quite similar, Patrick Roberts, a couple of years ago, and they had the opportunity to push the boat out and get him. The Celtic fans loved him, he produced almost every game he played, and they opted not to go from, in one way or another, if that was Patrick Roberts's idea they didn't go when back he came, in for when he him. came back was that remind me that wasn't quite as productive as his first spell no was it? but he, he, you could quite clearly see he still had enough to to be in Celtic starting 11 most weeks and it didn't happen they've got a guy now who I know penalty early. Ross County <laughs> chance to go 2-0 up on Livy Max Strayek saves it. Wow, that's a draw. That's a draw. His face is melting. Max Strayek's one of your favourite goalies because he's either pulling off world-class saves and saving penalties, or he's making big mistakes. He's he's always involved in the thick of things. I was just thinking the Aberdeen situation could be even worse for Stephen Glass were it not for uh, Max Strayek because you remember when Aberdeen beat Livingston at Livingston, it's one-one. The game's. Seconds yeah, away yeah. from me over And he th- absolutely throws the ball into his net It was a horrific mistake But for that Aberdeen would be two points worse off than they already are Hearts are starting to press now Woodburns had a shot saved from 10 yards Liam Boyce then hits the bar from a header um, Or from Liam Smith's corner Liam Smith Michael Smith's corner Sorry Hits the bar So Hearts getting closer Yeah we'd expect that as well Gordon It's just a matter of time Before they ramp up the pressure on Dundee But going back to Ross County That what an opportunity to try and Secure 
you know, especially you're going for your there. first win. Yeah, uh, like that gives you a, a gives you a little bit of a breathing space at home. Two 0 up, playing with a bit of confidence, that could uh, come back to haunt them. Yota tries a shot there, but uh, unlike Yota, uh, it goes miles over the bar. He normally hits the bar or it goes into the net, uh, but. At least he's trying to be direct. I, I still think 24 minutes in, uh, it's an open, even mm. game. Yeah, I mean, and that's credit to St. Johnson. It's, it's actually just like a good game all round, Mark, because you can see Celtic are now coming into it for sure. Um, and I say coming into it, that's, that's selling it short. They're, they're dominating yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it's taking on the, the kind of shape that you would expect. It was just early on, St. Johnson had a, a bit more about them going forward. Yeah, but when you look at the season um, and how St. Johnson started the season, when they went away in Europe and they played this way, they soaked up a lot of pressure and got results, you know, by hitting on the counter-attack. It's exactly the way they want to do it this afternoon and the game's taking on that shape. So it's important that while Celtic are obviously pouring bodies forward and trying to get the opener... Um, they just need to watch what they're doing at the back because St Johnson have got players capable of going up the other end pretty quickly and causing trouble. I think Johnson, St Johnson have got a good game plan. They're obviously crowding the middle of the park. Um, they're making it difficult for Celtic to play through. They're saying, right, okay, if you're going to undo us down the flanks, we'll defend the ball coming in the box. You look at Celtic there with the possession they've got, you're right, Gordon, they're dominating the game so far, but they've not really created anything worthwhile just now. But if you keep this pressure up and you keep passing the ball with the quality Celtic I've got they'll eventually open you up Airdrie 1 Dumbarton 1 uh, the Suns have equalised Ross McLean with the goal there I always get the impression Gordon when Celtic uh, you know St Johnson are taking the game to Celtic that they actually look more vulnerable because they're, they're throwing men at it and the way that they break Celtic mm-hmm. middle to front is really impressive yeah Stirling Albion are 1 up in the cup as well on Berwick Dylan Mackin with the goal down there at Shieldfield Park uh, so the goals are going in in the Scottish Cup we could just do with a few more in the top flight are we going to get one at Celtic Park or at Pataudry um, Tannadice remember started a bit later on Tynecastle was a huge game as well I was really looking forward to today's football don't be a letdown don't give us drab nil nils we need action Hugh Keevans yeah well if Celtic Park is any gauge then it, it, it comes to life gradually uh, another cross from Celtic there but it's Overcooked by Anthony Ralston uh, the, the game is clearly going to need time To, to come alive And that is also the case At Petaudry At Tynecastle And at Tannadice A reminder of your teaser please Hugh Excluding The players who are currently at the club There have been half a dozen African internationals Who have played for Rangers Since season 2010-2011 Who are they? Uh, yeah so we're looking for six on there um, and remember just in case there's a couple I think there's one in particular We tend to do football nationality here So there's one in particular that jumps out That was not born in Africa But went on to, to represent a, an African country So that's worth uh, bearing in mind Let me see what other wrong answers we can get out of the way Christopher Wren has thrown in Mark Wilson's old pal Daniel Kuzan Not there He's not on the list Oh okay. golden golden Ooh, Now this is a big one Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Aberdeen 1, Hibs 0. It's Christian Ramirez, summer signing, the man from the US of A. He has got the opener on 27 minutes. Aberdeen 1, Hibs 0. What a big darkest, goal that is. Darkest before the dawn. <laughs> and uh, so it has proved to be. Uh, 
it's a huge goal It gives Aberdeen impetus It gives them something to hold on to It gets the crowd on their side Instead of chanting for the manager to go It is exactly what Stephen Glass needs uh, He now has to hold on to it or increase it See as much as you say Hugh And it is a massive game For Aberdeen right Yeah If Motherwell had to win today And Hibs lose They're dropping like a stone They've been, Yeah Two wins in the last six I think it is Yeah um, They're not showing good form at all I think you've gone too early I think there'll still be more goals Than that for Roger Hanna At Pataudry. Um Hibs certainly have got the firepower To come back into it But you're right I think it gives Aberdeen a little bit Of that breathing space Look. Because if Hibs take the first goal yeah. The stands wouldn't be too happy Really good goal actually Scott Brown winning the ball Lifted the pass to Ramsey He takes a touching cross And then a first time finish From Christian Ramirez So a lot to like about it If you're Stephen Glass Not so much though If you're Jack Ross And all of a sudden Especially with a defeat today Hibbs Good start to the season Becomes a not so good start really yeah. if, if you look at after 10 games If Hibbs were to lose this it's an okay start And yeah. probably nothing more Well he, he, he had a real go At his players last week Jack Ross The called, worst version of yeah. ourselves Didn't he uh, Selfish he called them uh, So He can't be very happy with that But If you think I'm giving up My darkest Before the dawn line <laughs> You're mad I'm going for a BAFTA award <laughs> uh, Booking for Craig Halkett He wipes out Lee Griffiths On the break And goes into the book there Yeah it was a booking for Cammy McPherson This one also Jota was going down The left hand side Tried to go to ground And no doubt about it It was a yellow card Yeah I mean uh, Half hearted penalty no. claims Not not even that um, Yakimakis goes down But really it's just A, a good the other way Yeah I think Yakimakis um, Oh has he Right hold on yeah. One more of these Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Ross County 1, Livingston 1 Bruce Anderson has equalised for Livy Former Aberdeen Hamilton Aki's man He has pulled Livy level When you're down there And you don't mm. take your opportunities It always seems to come back And bite you I've, I've been down there with Dundee United And relegation battles And you feel the pressure Even at this early stage of the season And you kind of get a win And things like that happen You get a penalty You miss it You feel the world's against you and uh, Ross County That's the case at the minute And they've conceded Yeah relegation battles As a player and a manager Mark it must have been a hard career Well experienced uh, Well experienced but, Both ends of the table but, does Yeah but Ross County You never Write off Livingston Never But I'm still confident Of my prediction With Ross County <laughs> Never write off Livy. You tipped Ross County At the start Yeah I'm saying I'm still, I'm still So you're writing off Livy. Yeah pretty much Yeah okay You would say so How's your week been actually Now that your, your newfound fame I mean you're, you're The most famous person I know But I feel like you were elevated To new zero levels zero. After your the squid game likeness Last week Player yeah, yeah, zero, yeah. 001 Yeah yeah uh, That's all I everyone mean, was willing To talk about Exactly uh, I think the, the likes went uh, Over quarter of a million At one point I think Seriously? so well, The views yeah views, views yeah. yeah Have you been playing With your marbles Well My uh, <laughs> My wife Has been lecturing me On the subject Of wearing the tracksuit top You know she, <laughs> She's not sure If this is uh, Good behaviour From an elderly gent It's Halloween we're, we're not expecting you to Yeah next Saturday Next Saturday He's got to yeah. You've got to come in With the, the well, green tracksuit Can you buy a squid game track Oh I'm, you can buy anything These days You truly can Yeah Well We'll, we'll need to get that organised um, then Honestly it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenon I, 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 So My 
wife very rarely well, I would say never listens to this show. She's fed up listening to me clearly. Never listens. Um, but she was delighted because, um, and the, this is a phrase that should worry everyone. Her favourite delivery driver, and that just shows the amount of online shopping <laughs> oh, that this woman does, good, right? Well, Seriously. I hope that is, um, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> um, came to the door the other night with probably the, f- the 14th parcel of the day, right? That seems to be the way it is. And, uh, and said, you, you just got mentioned on Super Scoreboard because you're watching Squid Game. And that's all people, like, there was no, no mention of the football, <laughs> football. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but because we had mentioned that this clown in the corner had ruined, ruined it for it. me yeah. by oh. giving it away last week. Give the punchline. No, I haven't seen it yet, so don't oh. tell me the punchline. Well, he did he on did air last, last week. Last week. Oh, How wow. unacceptable is that? It was a slip of the tongue that didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, one of your traits. 140 million people or something like that has watched it. And for the rest of the population Does ruin it, it. <laughs> Good point though From Roger Hanna Who says And this applies to you two Here in the middle If you can buy a Breakin tracksuit You can buy a Squid Game tracksuit <laughs> Haven't I told you I, had, I met the guy who bought The Breakin tracky well, The Alex original bought no, half of it Half of it The other half well, you, What you just bumped into him No I was uh, The AR26 Delivering a session And one of the parents Came up. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who bought it from the charity shop. He didn't have it on, did he? He certainly didn't. No. So yeah, small world. Dan. Small world, honestly. Uh, Berwick have equalised. That would be a bit of a cup shock, I guess. They've now dropped out of the SPFL. Aidan Denham's equalised against Stirling Albion. Um, by all accounts, Motherwell enjoying some decent. Oh, hold on. We've got a goal at Celtic Park. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com And it's a first in green and white hoops for Georgios Giacomakis It's a cross from Anthony Ralston The big Greek striker as he's often known on this show <laughs> With the finish And with 34 gone at Celtic 1 St Johnston nil. Well if it's your first start for the club And uh, it's a near full house uh, You really want to do what he has just done You want to get uh, a goal in the bag uh, So for Giacomakis uh, We can have a debate and it's a good finish too uh, Very astute Predatory finish uh, You want that goal Yeah We, do, we always do, try and do credit first Because yes. we'll get to St Johnson in a minute um, But credit to Celtic That's A good cross and a good finish So there's a lot to like about it Yeah Ralston nice and controlled When he gets into that area And if you just watch Yakimakis' movement He goes to go forward The St Johnson defender buys it He just holds his position In the middle of the goal And it's a very good finish Because it's, it's coming across At quite a pace he just diverts yeah. in Very good goal I, I think, think, I think Ralston's a, brilliant It's a good finish isn't it Yeah I think I think Ralston does Absolutely brilliant Gorn That's a hard technique And he, he guides that He could easily put that over a bar Or put it by the pose He controls that He guides that with instep And it's a real top Ralston's ball is good Alex yeah. Because it's coming down, So he catches it on the half volley But keeps a nice height on it And doesn't fire it too yeah. much But gets just an, a nice amount of pace That allows Giacomakis to, yeah. to guide it into the corner He manages to cr- control it really well Gordon and uh, the ball across the face But I agree with the guys I thought Yakimatis Very composed You know Because it's not an easy chance It's come at some pace And he just guides it back Where it came from And uh, you look back We obviously look at the other side The boy McCart Has totally mistimed the ball I thought, I thought it was Callum Booth But anyway, been Booth, yeah, anyway but it's, it's, it's when Booth threw the back But it's a mistake by him Yeah I said we do credit first If you're Callum Davidson You're going to Celtic Park You know it might be tough Oh hold on This is a big goal Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Hearts 1, Dundee 0 And it's John Souter The man whose contract is up at the end of the season We had a caller last night wanting Rangers to go and sign him He's very much a Hearts player at the moment And he has put Hearts in front And this is maybe why people like John Souter Because he's a centre half And he's just curled one in from 20 yards 
And it's not a header It's not a set piece yeah. He's taken he's, he's always had great ability um, He's got good qualities gone uh, As you rightly say there He's obviously killed this one in He scored against Celtic With a header late on In the early part of the season Plus he can play He's got decent pace The only reservations about it Would be his Achilles injuries I think he's done both ankles But with the medical uh, technology today Could be a good addition Can't can argue he's with you player, I think he's a terrific player I really do uh, The boy's been unfortunate With injuries But he's a very very good player I've got, I think he's got everything in his locker Good defender Good in there uh, Good with the ball at his feet And obviously can get a goal So uh, There'll be a lot of clubs Looking at him Hearts will be Desperate to get him to I, th- I think I think you'll see John Suter go down south I know there'll be Interest from Rangers There might be interest From Celtic I think he's destined For down south The way he plays The way he would fit in Down there Very comfortable in the ball Alex touched on that pace To go down south You need to be that you need to be comfortable on the ball but have pace to get you out of situations against these top strikers and he's got it but when you're in Hart's position and your centre half is curling them in from 20 yards that tells you about the spirit within the dressing room the confidence on the park uh, and right now they are loving their lives and they were, I said I would pick out that the highlights from the Scottish Cup I mentioned Darvel first ever season in the Scottish Cup They're at Stranraer And they're 1-0 up Jordan Allen uh, With the goal for Darvel yeah. Ex-Dundee United I think Ex-Morton uh, I coached Jordan that lad Allen. Jordan Allen Yes yeah. 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 I coached so, the boy Yeah, Big result Throw a few quid at it and Is that why he's now juniors? <laughs> he's regressed <laughs> dramatically. Because he was expecting the credit because he scored in the Scottish Cup. He's thinking, great, I can take credit for that. I think that's a, 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 a poor bit of criticism of the boy. Uh, and they're not called juniors anymore. Exactly, semi professional. <laughs> And the boy's working very hard at his game now that he's turned 36. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Here's a, maybe a, show, a, a four goal thriller. Cowden Beef you This is when you know it's, it's Scottish Cup Day. Yeah. Cowden Beef 2, Civil Service Strollers 2. One of the great the names in Scottish football. Civil Service Strollers. Uh, so, corned beef. We'll have to get the finger out. Have we not got a super scoreboard strollers coming up? <laughs> the boys? Yeah, charity match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we're piecing it together. Mm. Ar twenty six. Zero zero one's your manager. Your, your charity. <laughs> My charity. Yeah, against you guys. Sandy Roberts' you charity. What? As long as you know the manager. Oh, it's, well, is it? I am taking the credit for his charity. <laughs> Sandy Robertson's charity. Mm, yeah. yours, what are you, you saying about me? A manager. As long as no, I'm zero, the manager. Zero one's a manager. All right. <laughs> I don't fancy your chances. A bunch of young football coaches against well, you. Well, Alex, Alex, you know, still got a bit left in the legs yeah, yourself, but I don't fancy your striker who stands guy, left honestly. of me. Plenty in the tank. He spends every week on this show saying how he hates football and he's never played since he retired, and now he expects to just turn up and. Uh, do you uh, even uh, own, do you own football bits? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Well, sort of. Uh. <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean? What does that mean? I, I don't really know if I own football bits. Uh, but I'll go with my tracky. My tracky bottoms you're on. Hold on. My trainers. Let me. Happy days. I refuse to play in your team if you're going to wear tracky bottoms playing. It's not winter, on. It's, it's not on. I don't care. I no, never tracky bottoms. This is true in my career. I never trained without tracky bottoms. What? I always wore tracky <laughs> bottoms. Oh, I, you I, played in the 80s and 90s. So did you have the, the big baggy tracky bottoms with the yeah, socks? And yeah, the top, the top, 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 top,
Joggy bottoms. No, no, I never, never I went that look. far. But I, I always wore because it, it, it makes sense. You've got to keep the blood warm in the in the legs. Well, this That's is, why this is 2021, and I can <laughs> assure you, you are not welcome but, in our team if you wear tracky bottoms. You, Gordon. When you see because they won't play, even be good tracky me. bottoms. They'll still be those big baggy ah, ones, won't they? Yeah, yeah, the big cotton numbers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <you see? laughs> the, the hungry goalkeeper was that. Remember him? The grey tracks at bottoms. When you see me in that old position, sees me strolling out there with number nine yeah, on my back. They'll probably be laughing so much that they won't I, be able to play. I, I will like strike your, fear into them. <laughs> I like your tactics. Oh, I like please that. wear a Wraith Rover strip. Please. Have you still got well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one strip I won't be wearing is a Scotland one. I get fat shamed in because <laughs> I, I haven't slept for months. Uh, Hugh, what else is happening at Celtic Park? Well, it's now about Celtic that they, they look to, to be trying to get the, uh, the points sewn up by half time if they can. But uh, St Johnston defending resolutely. Uh, Anthony Ralston had another good run, uh, but it ended in a Xander Clark save with uh, Tom Rogic asking where the pass to him was. Uh, so at the moment uh, Celtic have come to life because of Giacomacus's goal uh, I wouldn't say it was an inspired performance I would say it's an efficient performance and uh, what they need is to be one goal better off than St Johnson and at the moment that's what they are It's a great start for Giacomacus you know, coming into the starting yeah. line up today get some minutes uh, under his belt as well it looked actually quite impressive in midweek Gordon you know he made a good impact to be fair, they're control. They're controlling the game now. St Johnston had a good start, but Celtic are, you know, especially in the middle of the park. McGregor, Turnbull, Roggies, their movements good. They're controlling it. St Johnston, every player behind the ball, so they're making it difficult. Um, but I just think if this pattern of play keeps up, then I think Celtic will eventually get the second goal. It's amazing that when you're a striker like Yakimakis, it's the only one position where if you come in and done decent but probably didn't score today and you were taking off maybe 70 odd minutes you'd get criticised even if you had a good game any other position on on the park yeah you had a good game no problem about that and you'll grow into it but striker Daz always says that you're judged in goals and straight away so you know it's a weight off your shoulders first start and get goal flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com Ross County 1, Livingston 2 Odin Bailey puts the visitors ahead Gordon DL's Ross County prediction Not looking great Who, Who's the county playing next week? I can't That's remember right now Why are you putting me on the spot? Because like I'm going to predict them <laughs> <laughs> I think my prediction's up already yeah, Alec, so. if you look at that sheet there You'll see that against Ross County Livingston I have an A for away you did, yes, Are, are we all paying attention right, yes. here to 0-0-1? That penalty <laughs> kick I think Mark uh, touched on it earlier That penalty kick really would be a big disappointment for him Big turning point two, Yeah, 2-0 up Dundee right next week does Yeah, oh, they've won that one uh, uh, 2-0 up uh, But all credit, you can't Hewlett's write Livingston off. Round off this okay. teaser. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Excluding those players who are currently at the club, there have been five, six African internationals who have played. For Rangers in season 2010-2011 They are Majid Bugera Yes Sonny Aluko No Bilal <laughs> Moshni Yes Lasana Kulabali Yes well And Elhaj Juf yep. And Zungu 
You get him? Yes, Rangers the recent one. Soon, he yes. was the sixth. Yes. Well done. Well done, the guys in the studio. Well done if you got that right. Thank you uh, for taking part. A good response to that one. As always, I can tell you the podium looks like this in third place we had Michael Smith well done to you Michael Thomas Agnew in second place and the winner of the first half teaser is Jay McCormick well done Jay we've got a who am I uh, for after the break and I really like this one a really good who am I so stay tuned for that one uh, right any late drama I don't think so I'm seeing some more Scottish Cup goals in the championship for instance Partick Thistle nil Dunfermline nil uh, Edinburgh City have just equalised on the stroke of half time against Bonness in the Scottish Cup Declan Gallagher has been forced off injured for Aberdeen Matty Longstaff has come on so a bit of a a reshuffle very interested to hear Roger Hanna at half time both on Aberdeen's performance which has put them a goal up and also is this the worst of Hibs again the selfish Hibs Interesting. Uh, do you know what though? It, obviously, it's results driven, so you, you, mm. I, you get where people are coming from. But speaking to Andy Halliday, who was on the show, he said he felt Aberdeen were actually really good against Hearts, and you know they have had a lot of possession, they have had a lot of shots. So maybe, as Dave Cormack said, it was a matter of time before something clicked. Anyway, it's half time at Celtic Park. Let's speak to Andrew McLean. Celtic 1, St Johnson 0, the half-time score at Celtic Park and it's a strike from Jorgos Yakimakis that has the home side ahead in this one. St Johnson actually had a pretty bright start to the game but 10 minutes in it was Celtic that had the first meaningful chance a well-worked corner led to Callum McGregor having space at the edge of the box his low strike was saved well by the foot of Xander Clark. Yota had been lively out in the left in the early exchanges was causing problems cutting in and going to the byline a few of his crosses into the box hadn't been met by teammates so he decided to have a go himself 23 minutes in but he blasted that one over the bar. Jorgis Yakimakis had been pretty quiet in the opening half an hour or so but sparked himself into life by getting on the score sheet. A mistake at the back from St Johnson allowed Anthony Ralph to fire a ball across the box. The Greek striker was there in the six yard box and he did well to direct it into the back of the net for his first Celtic goal. The home side dominating the ball but Callum Davidson's side aren't quite out of this one yet. The half time score at Celtic Park. Celtic 1, St Johnson 0. So half time whistle starting to go round the country then. There won't be one at Tanadice because we were a bit behind there. It has gone at Tynecastle though, David Friel. Half time Gordon Hearts won Dundee Nil and Hearts are halfway to the Premiership Summit thanks to John Souter's wonder strike. You really need to see this goal. Rob Nielsen's side will go top with the win. I've had too much for Dundee so far, who have had 10 men behind the ball for most of the half. Hearts have found it hard to break them down to be honest, so they couldn't find space early, early on. So they started trying to look from distance. Ben Woodburn fired wide from 20 yards and also blazed one over the bar. Indeed, a really decent break in 22 minutes. Luke McCown really gifted young player. He had a low shot saved by Craig Gordon. But Hearts immediately upped their game and came close twice. Woodburn's low shot was saved by Adam Legends. And Liam Boyce then hit the bar with a header from the resulting corner. Hearts got a wee bit frustrated. Craig Halkett and Ben Woodburn both went into the book for naughty challenges really. But the breakthrough came in 37 minutes when Woodburn passed back to Suter 20 yards out. He didn't even need a touch. He just stepped onto it and curled a magnificent shot into the top corner as Tynecastle erupted. So as things stand, Hearts are on the way to the top of the table. Half-time at Tynecastle, Hearts won Dundee now. Uh, where else can we go then? We can't go to Tanadice yet. Are we done at Pataudry? Let me double check. I'm don't, not sure we are because there was that delay um, and the, the injury. Uh, and by the way, Scott Brown has gone to centre half. I did say there would be a reshuffle and I wondered about, you know, Matty Longstaff coming on. 
I mean, he's got the experience to handle sure. it, Alex, but it's, it's not ideal. No, but I think with, with his experience, I think he'll be beside uh, Bates. I think he's in the team today, Gordon, and uh, he'll hope to try and get through a match. If I was Jack uh, Ross, I'd be saying to myself, this guy's not familiar with that position. Let's get him chased down the sides, use your pace in behind, because the one thing that Scott doesn't have now is, is good legs. It's maybe one that if you had, and maybe a lot of Hibs' problems are down to this, if Christian Doidge was fit, that could be one, you know, you stick him right on, aerial challenges yeah. and stuff, but... Uh, maybe don't quite have, have that threat We're just saying Mark Your old teammate Scott Brown Centre half now Because Declan Gallagher's gone off injured Yeah um, I think it'll suit him Okay Unless he's Like you guys are saying there Unless he's playing against An out and out target man But Scott Is familiar Dropping into the positions I think he's experienced enough To know how to play that position mm. It also gives him a better View If you like A what's in front of him That he can pull people Into position And it's uh, It's a position that I played uh, You know It's Probably easier to control what's in front of you than if you're fullback or midfield. So Scott, I think, will be well suited to it. So it's half time at Celtic Hugh, just before we check in at um the, the likes of Pataudry and elsewhere. Mm. Celtic will be happy with that opening half's work. Yeah. Uh you know, Giovacus has scored and that is good for him. He will feel that's his Celtic career off and running. Um but I wouldn't say that the, the first half performance has been dazzling. It's been sufficient. Uh, I think that uh, Furuhashi has been seldom seen in the game. And uh, when he has been seen, his distribution of the ball has not been the, the greatest at all times. It's a conundrum for Ange Postacoglu because Furuhashi, midweek, does what Furuhashi does. Stuck the ball in the net and with aplomb. Uh, but he has not had a single shot at goal Celtic have only had two shots at goal One was saved by the feet of Xander Clark That came from Callum McGregor And the other one was from Giacomacus And that was the goal but of the first half If it works, it works You know, if we're standing here nil-nil And I take your point and you say Well, look, is it a mistake? But Ange Postacoglu has put Giacomacus through the middle And he's scored So that's the most important yeah, thing It's a very loaded argument as well Because Abada might have played and, and been quiet You know, it's just yeah, Celtic I, it's, win the game They win Gordon, the game For me, I said earlier on Giacomacus is going in there to get minutes as well The fact that he scored uh, the opening goal I think Celtic are very comfortable You get the odd little foray up the park by St John's I don't even think uh, Hearts had a touch the ball So for me, Celtic are comfortable Let's go to Pataudry It's half time now, Roger Hanna Aberdeen 1 Hibernian nil at the break Christian Ramirez is terrific goal midway through the half has put Stephen Glass on course for a first win in 11 games it's no more than a deserve they really have grasped this game and they've pushed Hibs back from the first one so Ryan Hedges had a deflected shot from 20 yards after 11 minutes pushed out by Hibs goalkeeper Matt Macy Calvin Ramsey then had a cross held by Macy at the second attempt as three Aberdeen players waited to pounce on the loose ball on the six yard line but the breakthrough came after 27 minutes and it was a terrific goal Captain Scott Brown won the ball in the centre circle he lifted a pass over to the near side the Aberdeen right to Calvin Ramsey he took a touch he fired in a cross and a brilliant first time finish by the American striker Ramirez for his fifth league goal of the season Aberdeen suffered a blow moments later young Ramsey the Scotland under 21 right back limped off with Johnny Hayes coming on the versatile Funso Ojo moving over to right wing back Darren McGregor then booked for taking down Marley Watkins as Aberdeen pushed for a second goal but he did have to be careful 
Russell at the other end as Hibbs finally awoke as an attacking force. Lewis Stevenson making progress on the left. His cross, Martin Boyle shot deflected just wide of the recall. Joe Lewis's left-hand post. More defensive disarray for Aberdeen moments later. Declan Gallagher limping off with Matty Longstaff coming on to the centre midfield and Scott Brown dropping into the middle of the three-man defence in between Ross McCrory and David Bates. That will be a real loss for Aberdeen in the engine room because Brown was bossing the game. He could even have done it in the Dazzlers' tracky trousers and trainers, I'm sure. 44 minutes, Watkins flashed another shot inches wide of the far post as Aberdeen looked to extend their lead. Longstaff then booked for taking down Paul McGinn, but it really has been a first half that would lift the spirits in the Granite City. Hibs are on course for a third straight defeat. The Dons are on course for redemption. Aberdeen won, Hibernian nil. And there's only one game still going, so not a great deal of mystery where this one is. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com and it's for the home side Dundee United 1 Motherwell 0 Ryan Edwards on 35 minutes A back post header From a brilliant Charlie Mulgrew Right footed cross He skins someone Gets to the touchline And crosses it with his right foot wow. For Ryan Edwards to hit I, that, I don't That's know. a rarity that. I don't know Charlie Mulgrew I don't think I've ever seen him Kick the ball with his right foot But Dundee United for Tam Courts It just keeps getting better and better What a result that will be Yeah we'll do a full round up Of the half time scores next